0: Hey guys, welcome to the 5-1 Volleyball Podcast, the best way to follow professional men's volleyball. My name is Dan, and the topic for today's podcast is kind of a just review of the Polish Plus Liga offseason. The the moves teams made, the new players coming in, players going out, things like that. Which teams improved, which teams got worse. Plus Liga, definitely one of my uh, most fun leagues to watch, just under the Italian league. Uh, If you go to IPLA.TV, you can watch all the games there. Uh, Really good production value, really fun, easy league to follow. So um, I recommend that if for some reason the Italian League isn't your thing. I'm doing this podcast before the Polish Super Cup uh, semifinals. So if there's new information that comes out during that, then it won't be included in the podcast. But I'm assuming not too much will change. Um, So let's uh, go ahead with the podcast. Italian uh, offseason preview, I'm just going to go in terms of my power rankings for the season. I think that makes things a, a little more interesting. And the first team I'll talk about is uh, PG Scra Belshitov, who are returning to the Champions League this season, which is great. They made one of my favorite uh, moves out of any volleyball team this offseason, bringing in American outside hitter Taylor Sander, who was kind of injured last year doing rehab, but he will be replacing of Shalpuk, so... Shelpik's a good, good player, but Taylor Sanders definitely at another level. I think Scraw is going to be very competitive in champions league this year. They're going to be uh, contending for a spot in the uh, superfinals, I think. Ibadipur Sanders, an amazing outside duo. Uh, Milad Ibadipur just keeps getting better every year, one of the top uh, 15 outside hitters in the world. They also brought in Matej Biniak to replace uh, Jakub Kohanovsky. So, yeah, that's too bad that they lost Kohanovsky, one of the top. Middle blockers, but Biniac is just as good, if not better. Uh, maybe gives you a bit less on some of the uh, physicality of the net, but one of the best middle servers with his uh, hybrid two-hand toss, a uh, float spin serve, and a really high-level player overall. Um, they still have Karl Klosch, and they also have another really strong young middle in uh, Norbert Huber, who is part of that golden generation with Kowanovski and uh, Bartosz Folek. And uh, Thomas Fornell, kind of those 90, 97, 98, 99 guys. And you know, he I could see him playing legitimate minutes over Carl Kloch during the season because he, he is a really talented, really, really big, uh, big middle. If they have Piniak and Norbert Huber, both those guys are about 6'10, 6'11. So, that, so that'll be a big front line. Uh, the only weakness I see maybe with uh, Skra Belchatov is their opposite, uh, Dusan Pejkovic who's a good player. He's uh, the third Serbian opposite, used to play for Sora in the Italian league, always kind of led the league in scoring. However, he's uh, not really the most efficient attacker, uh, gets blocked a lot, makes a lot of errors compared to some of the higher level opposites. Uh, but still, still a good player. However, uh, doesn't really compare to, you know, a lot of the other good teams of guys like Atenasyevich and Sokolov and uh, Viktor Politaev, Maxi Mikhailov. So that's going to be Scraw's biggest weakness, but I think uh, they can run a lot of their offense through Taylor, Sander, Milad Abadapur, and of course, three middles that are, that are all very good attackers. So hopefully they won't have to rely on Pekovic too much. But yeah, so I give PG Scraw, Belchatov an A for their offseason. The only thing I don't like is that they didn't get a better opposite, but I think every, everything else was pretty much perfect. Next team I'm going to talk about is uh, Zaksa, Kedziers, and Kozol, who has been at the top of the Palouse Liga for a number of years now. The two guys remaining from their core over, over all these years is Benjamin Taniuti, starting French national team setter, and Pawel Zatorski, who is the starting libero for the Polish national team, beating out some very talented other guys and uh, you know definitely top three or four libero in the world, in my opinion. So the big move, one that I just discussed, was bringing in Jakub Kowanowski from uh, Scra. So that great move for them. Um, I always love when a team brings in a player who's just a clear upgrade over what they had before. Uh, Lukas uh, Viznievski was a good player, had been at, at Zaxa for a, a few years and, you know, did his job as the, uh, you know, guy who does the dirty work, uh, doesn't really get almost any sets on offense, but just, you know, has a decent float serve uh, and just is there to put up a big block. So so I like Viznievski, but definitely Kowanovski is a massive upgrade in Blocking, serving, attacking. It'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, Benjamin Taniuti is really, really good at running in the middle. So having David Smith, Kowanovsky, two, two very adept middle attackers, will be interesting. They lost uh, Arpad Barotti, who was the opposite last year. However, I, I don't even know if he was brought in last year. He's kind of almost an injury insurance for Lukasz Kaczmarek. Uh Barotti, I think, actually had a, a very solid season. I, I don't think I would have minded if they kept him but i can understand uh, you know if Lukasz kasmeric is healthy he's probably the better player they also lost another uh, outside hitter simone Paradis, who kind of random that he was in Zaxel last year i didn't i wasn't really expecting him to make a big impact but played pretty well actually uh, you know simone Paradis, when, when he's healthy he's not that old so so he actually made a good impact. However, he has moved on to play in the uh, Italian second division, I believe. So probably not going to see too much of Simone parody, uh at a high level professionally in the future. So on paper, you know, putting in uh, Kowanowski instead of Wisniewski is a pretty good deal. They lost, you know, two wing spikers, foreigners who, who were pretty solid, but really uh, not guys like they're guys who, who are replaceable, to be honest. Um, so probably going to see Piotr Lukasik. The very tall, uh, I believe six ten, outside hitter can't can't pass for anything, but but very good at, uh, offensively, and Alex Schlifka, who's you know, starting on the Polish national, well maybe not starting anymore with who they have now, but definitely uh, at that level. So good pair of uh, outside hitters. However, I'm gonna give them a B plus. I I kind of like the moves they made, but you know I could have seen them bringing in another foreigner, because they only have two right now. They only have Tani Udi and David Smith. Um, So I think there was a really good opportunity to probably upgrade on Piotr Lukasik. Every other position they have, like, a pretty top-tier player, but, I mean, they probably could have fairly easily upgraded on Lukasik, and, you know, Camille Semenyuk is a pretty good insurance there. Actually, he might even start over Lukasik, but, I mean, there were a lot of good outside hitters available this year. I'm I'm really surprised Zaxa didn't, didn't pick up someone like Thibaut Rossard, Christian Fromm, Martina Tanisava. I know know there were guys out there last year who I I think would have been a a decently big upgrade over Lukaszek. So, my third place team in the Plus League, another team participating in the uh, Champions League, had a really good season last year, you know, was right up there uh, among the top Polish clubs competing, and that is uh, Versava. Unfortunately, it looks like maybe they lost. So a little bit of sponsorship money, they lost uh, Antoine Brizard, who was like had a com- was a complete revelation for them the last couple of years, unbelievable for the French national team. Uh, you know, among the best setters in the world, they lost him to Zenit in Saint Petersburg, <laughs> really tough team to compete with money wise. I like the replacement they brought in uh, Angel Trinidad, who started on the Spanish national team and also you know a guy who had some experience playing in Tours in France and Champions League. Uh, not the most athletic setter, but, but very skilled, and uh, he's, he's pretty quick for his size. They also brought in Artur Shalpuk, who got kicked out of scraw, It was another move I really liked to pair next to Bartosz Swolek. Swolek more of a uh, passer, smaller defender, outside hitter, still a really good server though. Shalpuk, you know, has a bit more size, uh, can really attack the ball. So great outside hitter pairing there. I, I would take Schalpuk over Kevin Tilly, who they lost. To be honest, in Tilly, Schalpuk, you know, great passing line, especially with Voschech, but uh, you know, was lacking a little bit offensively. I think. So the one area for Warsaw v- where I'm really not seeing it is in the opposite position. They brought in Jakub Zabrowski, who another guy from the uh, Polish golden era in '97. You know. I've, I've liked him when I've watched him, for sure, but he is a little injury-prone. He hasn't necessarily uh, started in all his games, even when playing for worse clubs like uh, Lubin. Still, still a very unfinished product, so I'm, I'm interested to see if he's ready to take on uh, maybe the full-time starting opposite position. It could also be Jan Kroll or uh, Michal Superlak. You know, I'm not. not, To be honest, I'm not sure uh, which one of these three guys will be given the starting position on day one. But uh, probably you can see it right now in the uh, Polish Super Cup if you're watching that. They have a pretty uh, amazing pair of middle blockers that was kind of the core of their team, I believe, last year in Piotr Nowakowski and Anto Zrona, two of the best blocking middle blockers. Which I always say is that is easily the most important skill to have as a middle blocker, probably the most underrated. Um, so, yeah, those guys will be locking it down in the middle really well. Uh, yeah, just again, like last year, going to be a really defensive team. However, they're not going to have Arter Udris, the uh, Belarusian opposite, to go to to rely on for uh, their highball offense. So, yeah, I, I'm not sure where uh, where the uh, messy balls are going to go, where the uh, highball sets are going to go. I have to wait and see. So, yeah, I like, I don't mind the moves they did, but. I, I just I'm, I, I need to see the team composition, I need to see the team play on the court be, before I'm fully behind it. And for that reason, I'm giving them a C. Next up is a team that I, I really get excited about every single year. And every single year, at least the past few years, they just managed to completely uh, disappoint me. And that is Ezeko-Rosovia. I, maybe I haven't learned my lesson because I'm putting them uh, as the, my fourth ranked team going to the season in the Plus Liga, but I, I just, on paper, their roster looks so good. All right, here, here, here are the players they're bringing in. Completely new team, just like it's been for the past uh, several years. But they're bringing in Fabian Drizza, Polish national team setter. Robert Todd, Estonian outside hitter. Jeffrey Jendrick, the uh, American high-flying middle blocker attacker. Timo Timo. Timo. Timoma who is a uh, Estonian middle blocker on their national team. Nicholas Szczeszyn, who had a great NCAA career. And I think he has Polish citizenship this year. At least counts as a Polish player uh, on the roster, which will be nice. Damian Domagala, an up-and-coming, uh, unproven uh, Polish opposite, but he's definitely shown flashes of potential. Michal Potera, who is a uh, just a good libero, solid libero. Haven't, haven't watched too much of him play, but we'll get back to that later. Uh, Clement Cebul, the Slovenian outside hitter, and Carol Butrin coming in from a solid season in Rodome last year. So, yeah, pretty uh, pretty cool cast of characters going to be joining at Rosovia. I mean, the list of players they're losing is full of uh, fairly good players as well. Uh, Marcin Komenda, backup Polish national team setter, Kwika Shoji, American setter, Nicholas Ho, Canadian outside hitter. Thomas Rousseau, Belgian outside hitter going to uh, Suvaki also in the Plus Liga. Bart Lemanski, the like huge seven foot one middle blocker. Uh, Ziggy Bartman. Luke Perry, the libero, who is uh, going to be a costly loss to Rizovia. uh Damien Schulz, Polish opposite, who's had a few stints with the national team. And Nicolas Marichal, who is a French outside hitter. So yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm, I don't know if I have time to go over each uh, move individually, but on the whole, I, I like the uh, the moves they made for sure. Bringing in Fabian Drija was the uh, I, I feel like was the centerpiece of this whole thing. Um, they've I, I feel like they've always had good outside hitters the last few years, but um, haven't really had a ton of success from the setter position. Uh, Fabian Drija rejoining the team after from the uh, 2016. 2017 season when they had uh, Gavin Schmidt, Gord Perrin, and uh, and Fred Winters. So probably Canadian fans uh, were following Rosovia that season. Uh, another addition that I really like is you know those the two outside hitters, uh, Nicholas Chazushin, who had a fantastic uh, rookie season last year in the PlusLiga, um, showed showed that he could play at the highest level almost immediately, um, playing for Slovakia last year, and also pairing it with Clement Chabouche. Just a fantastic offensive player. Maybe not the best uh, reception, which will probably be this team's weakness, but uh, Fabian Drizzi will hopefully do a little bit to offset that. Uh, Jeffrey Gendrick, I think, will make a great addition in the middle. Probably a lot of you uh, have been following him pretty closely, being on the American national team and playing with the uh, Berlin Recycling Volleys. But uh, even from last, like he, he has gone so much better since he graduated college, and he already had all the physical tools to be like a top tier middle blocker, but uh, he's gotten some really good coaching in Berlin. I think he's uh, taking his training really seriously. So, you know, if you didn't watch him at all, the last time you watched him is the 2019 national team season. He's, he's gonna be uh, significantly better since then. So we look forward to that. Yeah, I guess so the big question marks with Rossovia are gonna be the opposite position. Kind of like uh, Versava, There's a couple ways it could go. Uh, Domagala, kind of the young, uh, high potential guy, very uh, athletic, bouncy opposite, and then Carol Boutrin is just like a little undersized, but but and not as athletic, but just you know solid, knows his angles, gets the job done. So we'll see, we'll see where they decide to go with that. And then again at the libero position, Luke Perry was really holding down that reception line. Unfortunately, couldn't do it all on his own. Uh, some kind of weak play from the rest of the positions, especially in attacking and serving. But uh, yeah, they, they didn't really replace him at all. Uh, Mihal Potera is, is a f- okay libero, but he's not he's not at Luke Perry's level, especially on uh, floor defense. So we'll see how that goes. But I think overall the team's stronger. They have uh, four foreigners. So one of those guys going to sit out. I'm guessing it's going to be Robert Tott, the Estonian outside hitter but we'll see. We'll see. Maybe uh, Cheboulj and Tot will switch depending on whether they need a little more offense-defense. You could even see Cheboulj maybe play a bit opposite depending on how those other two guys play. We'll see. There, there's some interesting uh, interesting decisions here. You know, Timo Temema is not a guaranteed starter either. I could easily see Gregor Kosak uh, or Peter Hain being the starter over him. I think Gendrik's a lot, but anyway. Overall, A- minus for Seca Rusovia. You know, I think they have an outside shot to really be a strong contender here. I've said this, I've said this the last couple of seasons. I don't really see how they completely fall apart, uh, but they, but they have done that the last couple of seasons. So I think, I think the first kind of month is going to be vital for this team because what has happened in the last couple of years is that they just co- come out out of the gate um, really slow and rack up a few like unexcusable losses to bad teams, and then and then they never able to recover. Next team on my list is Vigil, who played in the Champions League last year. This year they're going through like the the hard mode Champions League, playing uh, in the double tournament phase of the first round. However, they do have the easiest shot of the bu- the bracket. They didn't get matched up against uh, Moscow or Trentino, so likely you'll see Estrepcsvijil in Champions League, which is going to be cool again because they have a, a nice team. Bringing in Yassine Lawati, the French outside hitter, coming over from Mons in Italy. I think uh, he's finally getting the recognition he deserves after a great uh, tournament with the French national team in January. I've kind of been saying this guy's, you know, pretty good outside hitter, like national team level outside hitter for a while. But because there were so many uh, French outside hitters ahead of him in the rotation, it's, uh, he was definitely underrated player. But but definitely not anymore after the last couple of seasons he's had in Italy and with the French national team. They're also bringing in opposite Mohamed al who played in Brazil last year, and Lukas Viznievski, who, as I mentioned earlier, was kind of uh, dropped from uh, Zach Kajla because they have uh, Kohanovski and David Smith. Unfortunately, a couple big losses for Yostrebshi as well. Probably, I mean, all three of the players were pretty big losses. Julian for uh, the French outside hitter. Graham Vigras, Canadian middle blocker, who... You know, I like Vizniewski, but again, like with konowski he's, he's he's a good player, but not definitely not on the level of Graham Vygrash. That's gonna be a painful loss. Also losing Christian Fromm, who may be declining a bit, I guess, but still still a high level player, still a really good attacker, and you know, sad to see him go. However, they're they're gonna be fine between Luati, uh, Thomas Fornell, and Rafael Shishimura who had a breakout season for Zaxa a couple of years ago. I don't know how he ended up on Katowice last year, but he showed, you know, he's, he's going to be a high level outside hitter. Hasn't really seen too much with the Polish national team, but I mean, look at the outside hitters on the Polish national team. doesn't mean he's not like a B level, B plus level outside hitter. Also keeping Yuri Gladier, uh, great to keep him. Keeping Polish libero Jakub Popeschwack another great keep to two guys who are providing lots of value at those positions and then uh, Lucas Campa as well. So a nice team overall, I think losing Vygrass is probably the most painful move. He was like amazing for them last year. He was great in Poland two years ago for Versava so you could see he, he could really play in Poland was one of the best middle blockers in the league both those years and they didn't really replace him, which as you, if you've listened to the last couple of previews, I don't like move I I don't mind losing a good player if you bring another one in, but I hate it when you lose a good player and, and he's just gone and the next guy in the rotation moves up. So overall though, I'm gonna give them a C. You know, I think they were, their outside hitters are totally fine. They have three pretty good tier ones, so losing Christian Fromm is fine. Al is a guy who you can throw a lot of sets to. They probably won't need to. On this team although they don't have too much uh, weaponry in the middle but you know he's nice to have on your team Lucas Campa the uh, quarterback the mastermind the volleyball scholar will be doing a very good job of running things through the middle don't think they're contenders in Champions League but playoff contenders I would say so after those teams it's a pretty big drop-off in my opinion I'd be, I'd be very surprised if Skraw weren't 1-2 in whatever order, and then Yastrzewski, Versava, and Rosovia weren't 3-4-5 some over, and then, yeah, unfortunately, I mean, good thing about Poland is there's so many good Polish players that the level of play is pretty high, but yeah, the the level of foreigners really drops off a cliff uh, after the top five. But I think a team that has a potential to make some noise this year is uh, Slovakia who recently joined the PlusLiga? Liga. They got promoted, their first year was last year and had a surprisingly good season. We're never, in, uh, we're never in danger of dropping down. They brought over a rookie setter, American setter, Josh Tuaniga, coming from that legendary Long Beach State team. And yeah, he came off uh, strong right off the bat. They brought another NCAA standout, Nicholas Uh, Yeah, and, th- and those two guys, Really uh really were kind of revelations in the Plus liga last year. Unfortunately, they lost Shazushin. They kept Tuaniga. They also kept uh, Polish opposite Bar <laughs> Bartlomiez Bolaj. Definitely didn't say that right. Barthol yeah, anyway. Yeah, and brought in uh, Thomas Rousseau to replace Nicholas Sheshin. And whoo, that's a tough one. Sheshin or Thomas Rousseau. Probably probably so by, by a little bit right now. Probably Chazushin. I'll see being the better player in a couple of years. But yeah, so they replaced him fine. Uh, Andreas uh Norwegian middle, who used to be a big player on uh, on VfB Friedrichshafen. They also brought in Marcin Walinski, uh, who played on Zavierci last year and had an amazing season, like one of the better statistical players in the Palouse League, at least. And it's, I mean, that sh- goes to show uh, how deep the Palouse League is when, like, the guy who's, like, 12th on the uh, national team outside hitter depth chart, you know, is just still an amazing player. But, yeah, so Rousseau-Valensky is going to be a nice outside pairing. Bolad's opposite position. Tuaniga dishing it out. Takvam in the middle. Unsure about the second middle and the uh, libero, but I think... With those guys, the core should be good enough to, uh, to make a good run at fifth place. I mean, it's a total, uh, total crapshoot here. I'm not definitely not confident uh, who's going to be coming uh, after the top five. But considering Suvaki really only lost Cezusin and replaced him, fine. Brought in a couple of really good outside hitters and Rosso I'm going to give them an A, you know, I reward teams that don't let anyone go. Definitely could have upgraded maybe Libero middle, though next team i'm going to talk about is Radom. made a few uh interesting signings here probably the most interesting one is bringing in david kanarski from Jastrzębski vigil uh you know kanarski still generally the second opposite on the uh, polish national team maybe third depending on how you feel about Maciej muzai behind uh, uh Bartosz kurek I've always, I think Konarski is a little overrated, hasn't had the best statistical seasons the past couple years. But, you know, definitely a guy who's capable of having, like, a 30-point game on 50 60% hitting. So he's maybe a little inconsistent, but uh, still can be a dangerous player. They also uh, brought in Lucas Lowe, who's spent a little bit of time with the Brazilian national team, generally, like, around 4th to 6th on their uh, depth charts, a guy who can play. Uh, guy who can receive, guy who can serve, doesn't do any of those things amazingly, especially attacking. He struggles sometimes, but, you know, solid overall uh, player. Another big addition to the team is the big man in the middle, Bulgarian Viktor Yosefov. Uh, I think he's done with the Bulgarian national team now, but he's continuing his club pro career and, you know, still one of the best blockers in the world, you know, the last couple years on Monza showed he can still, you know, get like kill block every set. He can he can still read the ball really well, even though he's not that fast. But he's, he's never been that fast. So, uh, you know, his old age hasn't affected him too badly yet. And he's still got a pretty vicious uh, spin serve for a middle. So I really like that addition. Probably going to pair him next to uh, David Drija, who was in the uh, purgatory of MKS Bedzin last year. So... Yeah, I really like uh, their middle blockers. You know, kind of sucks to lose Alan Pajank, but uh, overall, overall, I think the middle blocking will be stronger this year than it was last year. Another players they lost are uh, Protosaltis, the like six foot one Greek outside hitter. Uh, you know, really, really great player. However, I think he was definitely more effective when he played with Friedrich Schaffen in the German league. Then he was in Poland. Poland was, I think, a little bit too big for him. Still, still had a fine season, but he will be playing in Greece next year. So we'll see how that works out for him. They also lost uh, Slovenian setter, Dejan Vincic, who had a really nice chemistry, obviously, with uh, Alan Payank. They've Those two have been playing together for quite a while now, really good together. So, you know, whatever. If you, if you lose one of them, might as well lose both of them. Uh, they bring out Brennan, uh Michal Kedzierski, uh, as the setter, spent a little time in Italy with Sora. Uh, I think he's fine. He's fine, maybe average to slightly below average setter in the uh, Plus Liga. He's going to be a, given a big responsibility, though, uh, on this team who has, you know, decently high aspirations. So I could see that being a weak point for them. Overall, I give Radom a B minus, you know, I like bringing in Konarsky, even though even though I think he's overrated. He's still a good player. They lost the Slovenian pair, which is unfortunate because those guys have been awesome for them the last couple of years. But, you know, I think they'll survive, you know, going to be a middle of the pack. Police team definitely not going to win the league, definitely not going to be demoted. So they're fine. And for American fans, Brendan Sander is playing on this team, who's uh, Taylor Sander's younger brother. And he doesn't really have a lot of competition for the uh, second outside spot um, after Lucas Lowe. So you could actually see some uh, some frequent Brendan Sander next year. So we'll see. I actually like him as a player. I'd like to see him uh, have a starting role. Next team up, I think, is going to be Gdansk. Again, Like the, these next few teams are, are, are pretty close. Uh, these are just kind of where I see the cards falling but uh Gdansk they brought in Moritz Reichart from the berlin Resecond Volleys kind of a nice up and coming uh German outside hitter you know did a good job as a starter on Berlin last year in the local league and the uh Champions League so really nice ad- addition for him Mateusz Mika who was a star of the uh 19 or uh, 2014 Polish World Championship team and, you know, was a staple on the uh, Polish national team for a number of years, but uh, has really fallen off the last couple of years. Had a horrible season in uh, Rosovia two years ago and then Olsztyn last year. So, But I, I haven't completely given up on him. So we'll see if he can get back to his uh, previous form when he uh, used to play for Gdansk in 2017, 2018. <laughs> and I almost forgot the uh, big flashy the biggest move of the offseason the biggest move in plus league of history Mariusz flagely leaving Scraw after it was like what was it like 16 17 years and joining a different team i mean on paper yeah okay Mariusz flagely like one of the best volleyball players of all time however if you're expecting you know 2008 to 2018 Mariusz flagely uh, i'm sorry I don't think he's that player anymore. He, I mean, it's a, I mean, he had an incredible career, was completely dominating the Plus League, of Champions League for a number of years. However, age does catch up to everyone, and he is now going to be turning. I think he just turned thirty-seven. So for a guy that you know relied so much on a, athleticism and jumping ability, gravity is starting to take its toll, as it does on all of us. So yeah, he 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 was. Struggling, I mean, he struggled with injuries in in Scrock towards the end there. But you know, when he was healthy, he wasn't even starting over Dusan Pekovic, and it, it wasn't even really that close. So, yeah, we'll see. I I, ho- I hope he has another couple of good seasons left in him. And if he does, then Gdansk is going to be you know, you know, knocking on the door of those top five teams in my opinion. But yeah, I I don't see it working out that way. They also lost uh, Ruben Shot, uh, Pavel Halaba, um, Mihal Filipak. So. You know, three players, in my opinion, are not adding too much to your team. I, I like their replacement. I think, you know, Moritz Richard, in my opinion, better version of Ruben Shot, Matej Mika, probably, even even if he's not at his prime, still probably better than Pavel Halaba, And Vlajli, again, should be an upgrade over Filipiak. Philippi, so, yeah, I really like all the moves. Even if it's not a huge upgrade for each of those players, it's it, it should still be a bit of an upgrade. And they didn't lose anyone too much. So I give Gdansk a B B+. Next team in my power rankings is Zavierci, who, like Rosovia, pretty much completely cleaned house and brought in an entirely new roster and, uh, and coaching staff in this case. So the players they added are Max Kavana, uh Georgi Yorgiev, that's the uh, setter, Yorgiev, not the opposite, Garrett Magatutitia. American outside hitter, uh, Flavio, the Brazilian middle, Patrick Niemiec, Mikhail Zurek, and Pavel Halaba. So a solid list of players, if not, uh, if not eye-catching. I think the headliner of that group, though, is probably Flavio, the Brazilian middle blocker who started to get some run with the Brazilian national team, either 2018 or 2019 VNL season. I think it was 2019 but one of the best statistical players of, of that VNL. Incredible blocker, really efficient attacker. Doesn't quite have the serve there yet. However, uh, if he's in the front court at the net, he's going to be a difference maker. However, they also lost uh, quite a few good players. Peter Verhees, the Belgian middle blocker. Tachiro Koga, Japanese Libero, who, man, he was really fun to watch. I'm so sad to see him leave Europe. Nikolay pencha Bulgarian outside hitter. Michal Mazny, the setter, who... Was like a maestro in the plus liga. He was so good for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. Really fun player to watch the last couple years. Arash Dosange, Australian setter, who you might remember for being like a 6'9 setter. Marcin Walensky, and Alexander Ferreira. So, yeah, a lot of good players leaving the team. Ferreira, Walensky, Mihal Mazny, Taichiro Koga. You know, a lot of guys who you you may not be the biggest names for their national teams, um, but definitely, I think, played over their level the last couple of years and, you know, really played together well as a team. So I'm kind of sad to see them like Xavier, you're always guaranteed to uh, to have a tough go of it. Maybe part of it because they had such a good home crowd. But also just, you know, I I think the pieces fit together really nicely. and, and. I feel like they kind of had a money ball approach to building a team the last couple of years, like always taking guys who were underrated, weren't big names. But if you look at the numbers that always uh, performed really well and probably maybe one of the biggest uh, losses to the team. And, you know, I usually don't talk about coaching too much on the podcast, just because I think uh, coaching is really overrated um, as a factor to volleyball success, but. You know, in this case, I think losing Mark Labadeau, the Australian coach, will be a, uh, a blow to Zavierci. He, you know, really got the most out of his players, like I was kind of talking about, and always always had a really good game plan, always was a guy who looked at the numbers, looked at the statistics, so unfortunate that he's gone. I, I don't think uh, Kolakovic will do as good of a job. Some decent players coming in to Zavierci, probably the best. Flavio, like I said, Garrett uh has been really good with the American national team the last couple of years. I mean, really good, but better than we thought. But, yeah, his pro seasons the last few years haven't really matched that American national team success. I like Michal Zyrich as the libero. Not as good as Teichiro Koga, but as far as Polish liberos go, he's pretty good. I, 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 the players they lost were better, though, at the end of the day. So I'm giving... Xavierchi a D minus still should be okay though next up we have Olshin who finished in eighth place last year before the season ended they had a pretty cool team last year and unfortunately uh, lost a couple of those cool players the two main ones being uh Mohamed Mousavi the Iranian uh, legendary middle blocker who I was really excited to see in Europe because you don't see uh, the Iranian middles leave Iran too often but yeah he's He's back in Iran after uh, his half season, also losing Jan Hadrava, who is one of the leading scorers of the Plus Liga the last uh, couple of years. Czech opposite going to Lubej Chivitanova, actually. So, you know, good for Hadrava that he's getting recognition like that. But yeah, definitely going to be a painful loss for Olsztyn. Also losing Matej Mika, who wasn't that good for them last year anyway. So whatever. But I, I guess he, he, again, like I mentioned earlier, had potential they added Dmitry Teriyemenko who I really like as an addition fantastic middle blocker i uh, been locking it down for tours in France the last couple of season another middle blocker they brought in is the high-flying Javier Concepcion who is playing his first pro season outside of Cuba but if you've watched any Cuban national teams the last couple of years then uh He's probably familiar to you. He's the uh, middle Cuban middle blocker without the afro. <laughs> so, uh, if you don't know who he is, but you've watched Cuba play, that's who we're talking about here. They also brought in Damien Schulz, a guy who, you know, he he didn't have a very good season last year in Rosovia, but almost no one did. But he, he you know, I think he's he was playing at a really high level before the Rosovia days. So, I think there's still potential for Damien Schulz. I mean, the guy was basically the second opposite at the uh, 2018 World Championships, and that wasn't that long ago. So hopefully, and he's not that old. He's only uh, turning 30 this year. So so hopefully he still has some stuff in them. Uh, the, the place where I, I don't really like the moves Olsen made are on you know, the outside hitter positions, Ruben shot and Robert Andrinja, the uh, two outside hitters they brought in who are both kind of uh, in the same lane here. They're both undersized outside hitters. Shot used to be able to jump pretty well, but now, I mean, is rapidly losing his athleticism. And same with Andringa, who has lost so much athleticism that he actually played libero when he plays for the uh, uh, Dutch national team now. So, yeah, I usually don't mind one of your outside hitters being a kind of uh, pass-defense outside hitter, as long as they can still serve. But having both your guys... Be uh, kind of that style of of outside hitter seems a little uh, a little redundant. Another area where I don't really get the moves they made is the two setters that they're going to be relying on next year, uh, Premislav Stepien, who was the backup for Zaxa last year, and Kamil Drzynski, who has was a backup for Scra for a couple of years. So yeah, two guys who have mostly played their career as backups. One of them is going to have to start, so we'll see which one it is. Uh, but, yeah, it could be a big question mark as well. But at least they should be getting good passes from Shot and uh, Robert. So, yeah, a bit of a confusing team. I mean, if Damien Schultz isn't, uh, doesn't have a redemption season, like I'm not really sure who's going to score points on this team. So, yeah, big, big question marks with Olsen. Even though they have the talent to make the playoffs, uh, we're definitely a little nervous about how this all fits together. So I'm going to give them a uh, D-plus for for a questionable offseason. So I'm going to go pretty quick to the last four teams here. The uh, bottom of the Polish Plus League is actually usually not too bad because there's just, I mean, so many good Polish players. But uh, for the international audience, those guys aren't quite as interesting to talk about. Anyway, next up is uh, Lubin bringing in... uh, Ronald Jimenez, Colombian, I believe. Colombian or Venezuelan? Colombian opposite. David Gunia, Vojtech-Ferenc, and and Simon Jakubczak. So, interesting players, though. Uh, Jimenez, to be honest, I hadn't watched a ton of him play before because he was playing on Turquen, who is a middle-of-the-pack team in the French A-Division. So... Not a ton of footage out there of him because they haven't played in Champions or any of the European Cups the last few seasons. Probably the most interesting addition is going to be uh, uh Jacob Schack, who played on Gdansk last year. is an interesting player because he is uh, 208 centimeters or about 6'10 and he's an outside hitter. So theoretically, he should be able to pass. Of course, a lot of those massive outside hitters uh, really just do the bare minimum in reception. And are just barely good enough to not be an opposite, but uh, we'll see. I mean, I mean, he had a decent uh showings sometimes last year with Gdansk, and he's very nice to have a blocker like that, especially in a league like the Plus Liga with so many good opposites. And really, they only lost uh, Sobrowski, so you know, have the same core, don't have too many glaring weaknesses. I, I like uh, Miguel Taveras again uh, as the setter, so he's going to bring a lot of stability to the team. Overall, I give them a B, and I, yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised if this team is uh, getting relegated. I, I think they're, they're a little bit better than the next three. Next up, we have uh, Katowice, who I think from the looks of it, they lost, uh, yeah, they, they didn't really add any, any players at all. So probably getting uh, their hands tied behind their back uh, from the coronavirus situation. But yeah, because, yeah, the only difference really on their team between this year and last year is that they uh, lost Rafael Shijimura, who unfortunately also happened to be uh, their best player. So, yeah, that that was a bit painful. I know there's they were going to lose Dustin Wadden too, but uh, behind the scenes they worked it out. Uh Dustin's going to be back on the team, which is good because, you know, that would have been painful at least, <laughs> if they lost uh, Wadden as well. But, yeah, I, I mean they have Jakub Jarosz still you know like i said dustin wadden jan novakovsky in the middle so so they have a few good players uh again we'll see how they do i probably don't see them getting relegated but not the greatest team on paper either so i but because they just i mean they didn't add anyone so they, they lost their best player and didn't add a single player so you know i can't give that anything but an f so Soria uh <music> second last team I'm going to talk about is Stal Niasa, who is our recently promoted team. First time playing in the Palouse Liga uh, since 2005. So congratulations if you're a fan of that team. Of course, being a new team to the league, they added a lot of players. Wasim Bentara, the uh, Moroccan opposite... or Sorry, Tunisian opposite. Uh, Ziggy Bartman, Mihal Rusiak, Marchi Kamenda, and Bart Lemansky So... Yeah, some uh, kind of B, C-tier Polish players in Lemanski, uh, Komenda, and Rusiak. But, you know, not not bad, not bad at all. Nice to have them on a... Nice to have a setter like Marcin Komenda, who's probably, yeah, probably the third or fourth best Polish setter, having him on a recently promoted team. So, yeah, I, I would say he's their best pickup. Uh, seen Bentara this had a few good seasons in France now. I think a guy that can score... Not a big name, definitely, but I think is played enough games that you know that he can prove that he can play. He played in Champions League a couple times. Um, he was trying to take over as the starting opposite for Tunisia, and you know, on it with a setter like Marching commando, I-, I think there's going to be a good connection there. I-, I I could feel that one. Yeah, I can't really say they lost any players because obviously they were a, uh, they were a Division Two team before, so the guys who can't compete are going to get. Shrugged off. A couple of guys are staying from last year. So these are these are kind of hard teams to rate because obviously they're going to get have more money, better sponsors, add uh, good players. Uh, but I, I, I think they did better than the average team who's recently joining or recently promoted. So I give them an A. And yeah, the last team in the league who has, I don't know how this team has avoided relegation recently because they have thrown out some pitiful rosters the last uh, the last few years. And that is MKS Bedzin, who lost uh, Purya Fiazzi, the Iranian outside hitter, Canadian setter TJ Sanders, who who had uh, all those back issues last year. So I, they didn't really lose him because he didn't play that much and he was injured even when he did play. They lost uh, David Sassenheimer to be the fourth outside hitter on Perugia. And they also lost... Uh, the libero, Mihal Potera, who is actually kind of nice. Definitely wasn't uh, terrible, as I said earlier in the podcast. And yeah, they didn't really replace those guys with too much. They basically added a bunch of uh, kind of mercenary Brazilians who probably would have played in the uh, Brazilian league, but more so, even way more so than Europe, there is just not a lot of money to go around in Brazil, as I'll talk about on uh, that league's Preview podcast. I'll probably do uh, Brazil, Russia combined one. But yeah, Bedsin, I, I, I think, are very likely to uh, be demoted. Every other team I've talked about so far, even the last few have like one to three guys who, who are recognizable, like Polish uh, names. Not really the case for in. They also lost Jan Fornal, Dav- David Drizha, David Gunia. Uh, Rafael Farina, Miel Superlack. So yeah, uh, definitely losing a lot of good talent, and unfortunately, I don't. I really don't think the players, the Brazilians they brought in, are, are really going to move the needle that much. I mean, we'll see. Maybe one of them surprises us. That's that's probably the only uh, scenario where Bedzin isn't eliminated is if like two of those Brazilian guys are way better than expected. So yeah, I give them a uh, F, maybe F minus. I mean. I- I don't think it was too hard to put together a team that that would have at least potentially avoided relegation, but any game this roster wins will be a miracle next year. So anyway, that's the podcast. Going to be an exciting season. Uh, as I'm recording this, the uh, the Polish Super Cup is going on. Uh, Skraub, Belchitov and Yastrzewski, Vigil going at it. So excited to have volleyball back. Again, if you like... Uh, if you're interested in the teams in the Plusliga, they broadcast multiple games per week on Polstat. You can watch through IPLA.tv. Uh this is a great streaming option, not that expensive either. If you find uh, if you find some of the other leagues a little expensive, you know, great great bang for your buck in terms of watching volleyball. I'm gonna be following it on the podcast, so really fun league, really well produced, really professional. And I'm very much looking forward to it next year. So I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. And I will see you next time for the Russian-Brazilian off-season preview slash transfer rankings. All that good stuff. And volleyball is almost here.